Hello, welcome to a very special episode of this podcast. My name is Ganit. And my name is Jaya. And we are going to be doing a joint episode today. So this is a joint um, session of the one thing about me and the on second thought podcast. Yes. All right. Um, I thought we would just kind of kick off this, you know, joint session by talking about how we met and uh, getting to know each other. I think um, I started following Gani in COVID 2020 and I saw her posting. I actually, I remember specifically like the first post I saw of yours was like the Cove clip one. And I was wanting a Cove clip for so long. I was like, oh my God, she got gifted. Like I need to reach <laughs> out to her and like ask her how she started her platform. Cause I was just getting my toes wet in, um, you know, social media. So I just started following you. And then I think like we DM'd on, I, th I think yeah. we DM'd and like, I was like, oh, like, um, are you free for coffee? I think we met at, at a coffee shop. Yeah. But yeah. That was my like first, uh, you know, impression and encounter of you. Yeah. No. Okay. So yeah, I remember following you too. And I remember thinking like, obviously I didn't know you that well this time, but I was like, oh my God, she's so cool. Like you just had your like entire routine down and just like, I love your fashion sense um and like your style of video editing and editing and like your vlogs like I looked up to them I was like oh I need to make videos like that they're so cool um and then yeah we did meet at a coffee shop if you want to know which one it was gold struck New Yorkville which is one of the best yeah um and I think like we were just like oh let's do like a work like date because you were still in school at that time and so was I yeah no I remember that and I thought like you were so cool because you were in med school and I was like, oh my God, she literally has so much on her plate. And I feel like um, it's so underrated by having like multiple things going on and like how busy your life can actually be. I was uh, working full time and I was in school and I was doing social media. So I was really busy. And then you were also doing like the same thing. And I thought like, why not get coffee? We kind of lived in the same area. We were like in the same kind of niche or you know, like, yeah. like the same things. And I thought like, if, if I like your content, I'll probably be friends with you in real life. And I feel like that's like pretty similar. Like even thinking about our friend group that we have now, like all four of us, we all kind of do like similar things. And yeah. it would, it's so like effortless to be friends with you guys, because I know you like doing the same things as I do. Yeah. And I think like in general, like, I don't know how it is for you, but it's not like I'm out here like scoping out friends in the social media space. But if I just come across someone that I like, then naturally like you have an inclination like to want to talk to them and get to know them better. Um, but I think like if for people that are starting out, like one of the biggest things that you can do that will help um, you look into this space, but also just meet other people is to like reach out and like, don't be scared, which I will say that Jay is the best at. <laughs> Like <laughs> you're so good because you just like, I feel like you don't like feel like nervous to like reach out to someone that you don't know, which by the way, you shouldn't be. Yeah. I, I feel like, um, that also comes with working in sales. Like my whole job is cold outreach. So I do that for a living. Like I call <laughs> people every single day at 9am when they don't want a cold call. And I'm like, Hey, this is Jaya. Like, and they're like, fuck off. So <laughs> I, I feel like in my personal life, I'm kind of like, Oh, what's the worst? They leave me on red. And, um, you know, like why not put yourself out there? I just yeah. feel like, there, there's only good that could happen. The worst someone could say is like they block your number or they're like, yeah, sure, we'll go grab that coffee and then they never follow up. And then you'll yeah. just get over it. 
Yeah. Or like, let's say even if we had met like once and like there wasn't really any follow-up, like at least if I saw you at an event or like seen you online, I, I would still have like, like a positive outlook being like, oh yeah, like we grabbed coffee once. Like we're not best friends now, but like, at least we have that connection. But then again, there's the other side of things where you actually could become like good friends and like really relate to each other and actually grow like a friendship that has, that like is not rooted just in social media. And I think that's kind of what it has become. Like, I know we met through social media, but I think we talk a lot more about life than we do about what we post online. And it's really nice because social media really gets to, I think the positive of it is connecting people and like building communities. And I really do think that's so important, especially with our generation. Um, But I think taking that connection to the next level and not keeping it surface level definitely... uh, like has a lot of nurturing. Like you can't just message you and be like, oh, um, loved your video. Like, yeah, that's cute. That's nice. But that's not really fostering like a deep friendship. So I feel like we go out of our way to like be vulnerable and open up and like talk about hardships we're going through, like, and, you know, struggles and all the good things too. Yeah. Um, I think that's important. Yeah. Especially like considering like the industry, like there's so many people in it. And it is really intimidating because obviously everyone's at different levels. Like when you go to an event, it's like, it is hard to like introduce yourself and talk to people. So if you have that like one person, two people, three people that you're, you know, you're good with and like, you know, you have a strong connection with, it makes everything so much easier. Oh, a hundred percent. Especially if you're like a small creator, like I'm a small creator, like I don't have a big following whatsoever. And I kind of do this just for fun. Um, when you go into those like spaces where people are doing this for their full-time job, their career, they're taking it really seriously. They have hundreds of thousands, millions of followers, and it's hard not to feel intimidated. So I think having people that you reach out to and like talk to and know in passing at least makes it a lot more comfortable to even be there. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, I just think like I came from business, like I'm a business background, like networking is so important. And I think I took a lot of what I've learned in school and in my professional career into my personal life. And just like building those relationships is super important. And even with social media, because Toronto is kind of a small place. Like you see the same, same like 40 influencers or content creators at like all the same events. And, um, you know, chances are, if you run into one, you're going to see them at another event. So I think it's just nice to like say hi, put yourself out there. Yeah, totally. Um, We also want to talk a little bit about how we balance having like a like full time job and being in school with social media, but also just like in general, like life. I mean, we're both like 20 something like women, like there's a lot of things that are always going on. Yeah. Um, And a lot of people do do it full time. So I feel like our perspective is a little bit unique in that way because majority of our time is not spent online. No, not at all. Like majority yeah. of my life is literally spent like working as a corporate slave. And then <laughs> I like try to balance eating like a healthy meal and trying to like exercise, meditate, see my friends and make time for my boyfriend. But I actually want to put this question back on you. You're the one in med school, like you're killing it. <laughs> um, you're so busy. You always like I've never not seen Ganit without a tote bag. Like she has a tote bag and she'll have like her laptop, her workout stuff. She'll be wearing like a full other like outfit and she'll be like, oh, I'm just on my way to XYZ. Like she's always like on the go. So um, how do you do it? Yeah, I think it's like, well, first, I think you need to be the type of person that's okay with not sitting still. 
like I've always just kind of been okay with like being like on the go and just always having something like in my schedule and I also think having something other than school which I'm sure you relate to as well like something other than your job it is so nice because it relieves stress off the other thing that you do and like it's something that you could put your creative energy towards that I don't get to practice like in school um and has nothing to do with like my professional like not really like my professional life so I feel like it's just a good release and a good way to disconnect from like that side of my life and entirely pour like my creative energy or just like the ideas that you have during the day into something else that's tangible and that's still like developing skills that I could use like as a doctor or medical student anyways so it's like a win-win yeah like you're developing interpersonal skills like balance like relationship building it's that those are all like really important too and I think like being a human being like is so important I think we've all like gone to some professionals person place or like whether it's like a doctor or dentist like lawyer and you're like you're a robot and like I don't want to like have my service from you so I think it's really nice um to like meet people that have multiple things because you're like flexing those different muscles like you're using different sides of your brains like you're becoming a little more well-rounded I think um when you're putting yourself out there into different aspects and not just staying in one comfort lane yeah Um, Another thing I think is key with that is that we both have fun doing social media too, which makes the balance part really easy because it's actually just like you're doing a hobby. So it doesn't feel like we're doing work, even if we are technically. Yeah. I I like, I want to touch on that because social media is like now I feel like it's just a slippery slope. Like Mm -hmm. it used to be really fun. I find like when there was like no pressure added And then when I started looking at it as like, oh, it's something I can make money off of or it's something that I could like use as like, I don't know, a business. I started like taking the fun away out of it almost. So I made it like a point to be like, you know what? This is not my career. My career is in tech. Um, This is just something I do for fun. And me like adding that pressure doesn't allow me to use it as a creative outlet that I once started it as. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's, that's hard though because a lot of people do use it in the professional sense so it's I feel like it's hard to not want to emulate like the people that are doing well and like obviously for them again it is a full-time career so it makes sense um but sometimes it just takes like you being having a super busy week and realizing like okay like my priority right now is school or my job and also spending time with people that I love and if I have extra time then yeah sure I'll make content but if I don't then mm-hmm not gonna happen <laughs> 100% and like my priorities are never to be like I never want to be like that big like yeah where I, that this is my full-time job I don't think I would ever want to take content creation that route because I work so hard in school and like I work so hard in my professional career to like navigate my way and I just want to keep this as something fun and like if it goes well then it goes well and if it doesn't like that's okay like like the chapter is done and like I can move on. And again, like it's not my whole life. I I feel like I don't want to be one of those people that's like chronically online. Yeah, Yeah, no, totally. And it's, again, it is easy because once it, once it is like somewhat part of your job, like you're monitoring comments, like you're looking at what the likes are, like the, the analytics on all your different videos. So it is easy to make it like kind of like obsessive in that way, but you have to stop yourself before you get to that point. Or just like even comparing yourself to others, I think oh, yeah. it's like so hard. And I feel like that's something that 
we've been like, we talk a lot about in our own conversations and, you know, if there's girls that look like us and obviously there's a lot more now, um, you know, a lot of more brown girls out there like doing content creation. But I do think like brands are still not like in our space, like the wellness, beauty, fashion are still not fully like, you know, bought in as much as like they would be for like other people that don't necessarily look like us. So I think that's another hurdle. Yeah. And again, that can get really difficult because I mean, we talk about this all the time. Like sometimes you will spend a lot of time and energy and effort creating content like consistently over the period of like multiple months. And if you're not seeing growth or you're not seeing like that reflect in like partnerships or brands that are reaching out, like it can get very discouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why it is nice that we do have each other because we can relate in that way and like um, like vent and talk about it. Um, but yeah, it just, it, it can get very difficult and like demotivating. Yeah, I, th- I think social media is just, I don't know if it's going to be here forever. I I think there's a huge trend where now we're seeing a lot of people not use influencers or influencer marketing. I think it almost hit like its peak during like COVID, during 2021, 2022. That's like where I saw like the number one saturation of like, you know, influencers coming up. I think um, now it's a lot more about authenticity and like, are these people like, like real people or are they just like being paid to say this so i always want like my content to come across as like i actually like my stuff that i do and i'm not going to just like post with this mascara because i don't because i'm (laughs) getting paid for it (laughs) yeah and i think like when you actually set that as your your intention you stick to it then like it doesn't really matter how big your audience is because the people that are engaged will stay and they will like you know engage with your content and you'll have an actual community rather than like a huge group of people that don't really care about who you are as a person. Yeah. And you know, like I'm even saying I'm a small influencer. If I ever put 25,000 people in a room, like that's like, (laughs) that's like a Rogers arena. You know what I mean? Like I need to be grateful. And I think the perspective that we have, like people are just not numbers. Okay. Like your followers are real people that literally take the time out of their lives, their own busy ass lives to like, like your stuff, to comment on your stuff, to like engage with you. And I think like taking that perspective and like taking a step back and realizing like 10,000, 5,000, 500 is not even a small number. Yeah. You know, I, I just saw a video of someone like doing a visual visualization of each amount of numbers. And she put this like huge arena that I think was in Mexico, like a soccer stadium okay. of 50,000 people. And when I saw that, like my mind was blown because I, again, like, I feel like I forget all the time too. And even though it's not like I'm getting 50,000 views per video, obviously not. Um, but just like in total, I forget sometimes like, how many people that actually is. And yeah. it does round me back into reality of being like, okay, you know, like you're still doing well. And like this community is still strong. I think like that is like the number one thing. And I think even just, I'm feeling so much more inspired after having this conversation with you, just to like build a community, not worry about the numbers. I almost wish um, TikTok could get a, like could take the following thing off of like your profile. Yeah. And like no one would know or whatever. I feel like that would be a lot more motivating. I don't know. Yeah, because I also think there's like a weird psychological thing where people want to follow other people that are followed. So they- Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, and 
like for example if i saw your videos but you had a hundred followers versus a hundred thousand like i'd be more likely to follow you if you had a hundred thousand but in real in reality it shouldn't matter i guess it's kind of like the not mob mentality but like the follower mentality where people are like oh you know a million people like your like your videos i might as well like them yeah okay yeah no that actually makes sense <laughs> take a shot every single time we say yeah on this <laughs> recording like i swear i oh, like i don't even want to know the amount of likes that we I, said we are both well-educated young women and like all we know <laughs> is yeah and like i i that's actually one of my goals like coming off topic some of my goals um for this year is to um practice my vocabulary and really read more and say more words i feel like i say the same a thousand words every single day and i really yeah. need to like go back to grade two <laughs> <laughs> no but don't you find it weird because i feel like if i wrote a report then like suddenly all the vocabulary comes out and i can actually write a very well-structured sentence but no. when i'm just <laughs> not at all like that's also because you're in school still okay yeah true like you're you actually have that brain like that like you're flexing that muscle again. Yeah. I do not do any of that in my day-to-day -day life. I think I'm actually dumber working my job and making <laughs> money and I'm like not learning. And that is something that I want to improve on. Um, do you have any other goals that you want to like, you know, professionally or, or like school-wise, anything like that? Yeah, I think like I want to be a lot better, but this is like very like niche but I want to be a lot better at my like physical, like clinical skills. Oh my God. <laughs> like the one on Valentine's day. <laughs> I got to need to like be my doctor. Yeah. She, she, um, she was giving me a physical exam. <laughs> Let's just say it was a very, uh, it was, it was half done because I didn't know how to do the rest. So that just tells you all you need to know. I just like, I want to feel more comfortable showing up to, to professional environments, especially like now that I'm in placement or like even shadowing other doctors, like even though I'm not going to get in trouble because I'm still a student, like I'd rather just be prepared and feel more confident in my abilities rather than just showing up and feeling like I can't contribute because I'm not like, I'm not ready or I just don't know what's happening. Yeah, no, I think that's a huge thing in any setting. You don't have to be just like a doctor doing that. Um, yeah. Practicing is so important and role playing is so important, especially when when you're so young, like we are so young, especially in like those kinds of careers. Um, get anyone that you can practice on. You have a lot of like a lot of doctors in your circle, your brother, <laughs> you know, gnomes, yeah. doctor, like all of us would be more than happy to help you out. I think that's a huge yeah. thing. Um, yeah, like it's always on the back burner because like we do so much like lecture and content, but now I'm realizing that I, it's actually, it's very important to know like the very basic stuff. I feel like that's almost more important. Like, you know, like you see those memes of like those really smart doctors that don't know how to talk to anyone yeah. and then you go into like the office and they're like, and I know this blah, 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 blah. And they didn't even ask like, how are you doing today? Yeah. So yeah if you ever want to practice on uh, me let me know <laughs> next week i will be running my full physical exam on jaya guys so get ready we'll film it on tiktok yeah oh well, my god if i want to be scrutinized yeah <laughs> you think you would be 100 percent. yeah i feel like medicine is one of those things that like on social media there's like 
everyone has something to say. Definitely. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. But yeah, I don't really have any, like, what else did we do? Oh, today, actually, guys, like, this is a little off topic. (laughs) We went in a snowstorm to sweat and tonic. It was honestly such a good workout. Gani honestly needs to stop paying for sweat and tonic. They need to give her, like, a full membership. (laughs) Or, like, this girl goes every single day. She pays her own money, which, okay, yeah, most people pay their own money, yes. But she posts for them, tags them does everything literally like and they won't let her into their content creator program like i don't know what <laughs> is in the water here <laughs> justice for goodie okay <laughs> like we love like our friend group loves sweat and tonic like half of our like if you go through our group chat it's like okay guys like we're doing maddie's plot plotty's class 4 p.m or like 9 45 on fridays like if you're there like let me know i'm gonna be there um and we love it like health and fitness is a huge part of like all of our lives but yeah no justice for guinea like (laughs) like someone if you listen and and you're on the swan tonic creator influencer program side please send her an email because she needs it more than like literally half of the other influencers like this girl's posting for free (laughs) because but that just shows you like i that's how much i i do love like you genuinely spend your own money on it which i think is important like i think that's i think that's i think it makes like if i were to promote them after like actually being on their team like it makes more genuine because i already was doing in the first place no i I think that should be like the new thing with content creation where brands should just be like looking for people that already use their stuff like ugc but like not just paying some random person because ugc necessarily isn't really ugc yeah no it's not like it's not really the user you're just acting like someone's a user no exactly i think like if they actually found real people that would be sick yeah um, we're kind of running out of time today uh zoom is like kicking us off because <laughs> we need to upgrade to the zoom pro we did want to talk about um how you like can support your friends if you are content creators which i think is another really nice part about like our friendship and our friend group is that we will like we will be each other's like biggest fans and i think it's so important because this industry is very competitive um and you want to see your friends do well so you know there's like so many small things that you can do to like help each other out i think the number one thing is sharing liking commenting engaging with their content is like so important as soon as we have a group chat, as soon as our friends like post something, they're like, please go interact, please go like, like do all the things, you know, get to work. If you are not supporting your friends and you're calling them your friends, you're not a friend. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like what is one minute out of your day to support someone's business? Yeah. And, and it's th- free. So why wouldn't you? And also all the friends that I have that like, whether they're content creators or not, I genuinely love what they like create because I like love their, what their interests are, or I respect them as people. So regardless of whether I knew them or not, I would have interacted anyways, because I just love what you're doing. Yeah. I I saw this thing. I think I actually reposted it, um, where it is so important. If you actually found a piece of content, valuable or useful, funny, anything like if it made you feel some type of way, engage with it. Cause I know that creator is going to feel so special. And yeah, that, 
that's the biggest thing. I, it's free. Like you don't have to buy anyone's merch. You don't have to do anything. Supporting is free. And I think if you like the person, if you respect them, if you value them, do it. And I'm sure you feel this as well, but I like whenever I get a message out of the blue from someone that either whether I know them or they're just a random person on the internet and they like tell me how much they appreciate like the video that I posted or the podcast or they are, are just inspired to make a change in their life. It makes my entire day or week. And I use that as like motivation to create like content for the next little bit. And I don't think people realize the impact that it has, like when I get that kind of message or you do. 100%. And I see everything because I'm not that big and I have the time to read all my comments. And if you leave me a nice comment and I don't respond, maybe I didn't respond, but I thought about it. Mm -hmm. And it is, it makes my day. Honestly, those random DMs, if anyone listens to our pod, if anyone likes something and they just message me about it, it like I, I cry. Like I literally cry. Like yeah. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. No, but it's like, I mean, that's why you make content too. It's like, I hopefully I'm making an impact in someone's life. And unless someone tells me that, I don't know if I am accomplishing that goal. So once I do get direct feedback, then it's again, just motivation to continue doing what I'm doing and stay reminded of why I started in the first place. 100%. I thought this podcast was so fun. This is my first time recording with someone else. And I would love to do this again. It was just like, obviously it was two friends talking. And I think that was the number one thing. So if you guys like this episode, please let us know by leaving us a comment and rating it five stars. We would appreciate it. Yeah. And let us know if you want us to talk about a specific topic. Um, this was kind of like, this episode was kind of all over the place. We just wanted to do a quick intro. Um, but if you have anything in specific, then let us know and we can definitely record that. And I'll leave Ganit's, um, socials in the comments below and I'm sure she'll do the same for me. (laughs) Hey, bye guys. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you.